Tom, thank you so much for doing this session. Now, Tom, when we go to Google and type in Spartan Trifecta, your picture shows up and it shows up twice, in fact, and very rightly so. And if I'm not mistaken, Tom, you're currently ranked number seventh so far as Trifecta is concerned, and you've done N number of Spartan races, Tough Mudder, Mud Ninja, Warrior Dash, Lion Chase, and even Savage Race, which I'd like to talk about. Now, I'm really curious to talk about you, Tom, and get to learn about your journey in obstacle course race and your lifestyle in obstacle course race. So thank you so very much for doing this session. Really, really appreciate it. I'm sure our listeners will definitely benefit by listening to your episode, Tom. You're very welcome. <laughs> Thanks again. Now, before we get started, just wanted to check, you know, how has your day been so far? Because I follow you on Facebook and I did notice you were doing some heavy workout earlier on today as well, right? Yes, I, I, I keep that. Uh, I'm doing uh, either, uh, uh, I, I do CrossFit and uh, in between is like, you know, just light jogging. It's cold right now, but you just bundle up. So uh, I, I like, you know, uh, being busy. Uh, so uh, that's what I'm doing right now, off season, and to get ready again for next season. Uh, will be my first race will be in uh, in California, sorry, in California. I think that the last weekend of uh, January next year. So just uh, training, ready. <laughs> absolutely excellent. Now, Tom, we are in the holiday season, but what I've noticed is that you're actively doing 22 push-up every day, if I'm not mistaken. Now, I saw the reasoning why you're doing 22 push-up, but to our listeners in the Middle East, can you tell them the significance of doing 22 push-up daily? Because there's a very good reasoning behind that as well. Yeah, first of all, it's like, it's a good workout for me. Uh, I'm, I'm kind of heavy set. So uh, I, I, I learned something. So, some of my friends, like I think they're military veterans and in honor for them, you know, to, uh, to uh, mostly for those people who have like, experience, you know, going to war. And uh, so it, it's, I, I do it for them and uh, I do it for myself. It's a, it's a good thing to remember them. And uh, again, it's a good workout for me. So 22 push up is like, it's not easy. <laughs> so, but for, uh, for military veterans. Thank you so much, Tom, for doing that. Now, before we get into, you know, your obstacle course race and fitness, can you tell our listeners, Tom, where you're originally from? And I'm right, am I right in saying that you have some experience in martial arts as well? Yes, actually, I do. Uh, I study martial art. I, I learn, I study uh, jiu-jitsu, the, the, oh. uh, the jiu-jitsu. And then uh, right now I'm doing a kimpo karate. Kimpo karate. Oh, excellent. Now, it's, in the Emirate of Abu Dhabi, you know, they have Abu Dhabi, I think it's called ADCC, which is Abu Dhabi Jiu-Jitsu World Championship, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Uh, it is, I, I like it. Uh, it's for me, I was, uh, you told my master, like, I think it's martial art for me. It's a good thing. It's a physical, uh, I would call it, it's a physical uh, exercise and also mental because you yeah. move. So it is a combination of physical and mental because... I mean, when I did my uh, my uh, my, uh, my advanced uh, uh, red, almost like one more test, and I got a black belt, and, and almost like thirty minutes of warm, you know, it's like you memorize. It, it is a lot of things to memorize. <laughs> Absolutely. And do you watch UFC at all by any chance, Tom? Yes, I used to be a big at USC, you know, UFC, and uh, I, I enjoy it. You know, uh, 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 my favorite, uh, you know, uh, uh, UFC is the, the Last Emperor. You know, oh, one hundred percent, 
absolutely yeah. 100%. And for our listeners, you should know that he's talking about Fedor Emelianko. Yeah! One of the greatest of all times. You know? Oh my God, he is my, he is my favorite. I mean, he's just like, he, you know, he, 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 you know, he fought like bigger guys and everything. Yes. And he submitted. And uh, I, I like him. He's my all-time uh, favorite because of like, you know, just, just watching them, like, holy cow, this is a small guy against a big guy. Yeah. <laughs> And I remember, you know, I did an interview with Yancy Cup, who's the co-founder of Deca Fitness. And I asked him, which celebrity do you think, you know, would tackle obstacle course race or Spartan race? And he did actually say Habib Nurmagomedov, who is also from Dagestan, Russia. (laughs) It's great to know that you have a very strong military, um, mixed martial arts experience. And also that. You also have experience in restaurants and fast food eating, boys. Lately, we've been posting quite a lot of, of really delicacies as well, right? <laughs> I, I, I sometimes joke about it. Like, you know, the, the main reason why I travel is to actually to eat. You know, I, I use obstacle racing as an excuse. And uh, I, actually, I like to travel to eat. And, uh, you know, I just joke about that to my, my friends that actually I love to eat. I like buffet and I like to try different, you know, food and uh uh, you can see uh, I have that here. <laughs> That's <laughs> like absolutely great. And, you know, before the recording this session, Tom, we had a conversation that I told you about that I do have two ma- band members. We are planning to have a brutal fight, which probably in a week's time or two weeks' time. So let's see how everything goes. But, Tom, to our listeners, can you tell us how many Spartan races you have done, how many hurricane heats you have done, of model savage races that you have done because the sport of obstacle course race is slowly gaining momentum in the middle east so i think you are if not one of the most legends in the space <laughs> of obstacle course race i can't remember how many savage race i have done i think it's more than 20. uh i did uh, 17 hurricane heat and that's what happened when uh, when 2020 when during COVID-19 because uh, that mother was canceled and yeah. uh, uh, Spartan races were canceled, but the hurricane heat was still on. So actually in that year, I did 17 hurricane heat, uh, 14, four hours. And 14, two, four hours. Yeah, 14, four, four hours. And then uh, two, uh, 12 hours and then one 24 hours in 2020 in 20 and am i right tom in saying that on the 31st of december there was a hurricane heat where people were spread all across the world and you guys were coordinating with some speaker or a headphone am i right in saying that h3x that's oh. h3 and i think the philippines was there china was there uh, USA, I think USA get the biggest, uh, uh, you know, uh, participant and I think either like six country was involved and we, we did, we started together in the same time. So the, I think we started like around noontime here, like, like Saturday and some other countries like different times. So I think Philippines, I think, because they're ahead of 12 hours. So I think instead of, yeah. uh, you know, like uh, mid noon, and I think we started like midnight. <laughs> oh, that was brutal. I mean, H3X is brutal. I, 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 I lasted like 14 hours. That was brutal. And what about Spartan Race and Tough Mudder? How uh, many races and Tough Mudders you have done? 
uh, top model, I, 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 I uh, completed uh, 65 top models, uh, two, uh, four uh, world toughest, the 24 hours, I completed four of them. And that's experience. And then uh, Spartan race is, uh, I got 367 overall so far. <laughs> 367 Spartan race. I know people in the Middle East, you know, they are still aiming to touch the 100 mark, but you have definitely surpassed them by an absolutely massive, massive mile. So, you know, it is definitely an honor for me to speak to you. And I really want to, you know, learn a couple of things from you because you're living definitely a very active and healthy lifestyle. So, you know, thank you so very much. And Tom, in Dubai, you know, Middle East, we have Spartan race, we have Tough Mudder, and we have other obstacles races, you know, which is similar to, let's say, uh, Savage Race, something similar to Old School Challenge and Desert Warrior Challenge. Now, if you have to pick one particular race or event, what would be your favorite one? Spartan race. Spartan race, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, yeah, and you know what our listeners should do is if you go to Google, just type in Spartan Trifecta, and you will see quite a lot of pictures, but you will see Tom's picture twice and rightly so. And we'll definitely get into the detail as to why that is. Now, Tom, take us to the very first obstacle course race you did. How did you find out about it and what was the experience like? It, it was, I still remember, October 4th, uh, 2014. Oh. I was studying in martial art, uh, my Kimpo uh, uh, Karate and my classmate, uh, Chris Phil Linekin, and I look at his Facebook, I was like, and I saw this, like, you know, pictures, like, I said, what is that? And it says, I'm racing. I was like, wow, it looks so good. Mostly the far jumping picture, like, oh, they got me. And I, I want to do that. So uh, uh, the following year, so uh, I, I did my very first one. Uh, it was in Ohio. Again, it was October 4, 2014. And, uh, I was wearing, you know, just regular shoes with white, <laughs> white socks because I don't know what I'm doing. I, I just went. I don't know nobody's like, okay, gonna try this, and like, it was funny. Um, uh, it was funny again. I, I people look at me like, you know, Spartan look at me like, look at my white socks, like, dude, what are you wearing? <laughs> Is he gonna get like? I told him, I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> was that the sprint super or beast? What event did you do? Sprint, sprint. And uh, Tom, am I right in saying back then the sprint distance was still the same or was it different or? Oh, it was longer. It was longer. The, the old Spartan races, it was longer. They say like, you know, like the sprint is like five mile-ish. I <laughs> see. It could be like, you know, four miles or five miles. Oh, they, they were bad before they were like they were way off i, I mean even like you know like the the, the, the super and the, the the beast is longer than absolutely 100 yeah yeah i mean they often say 21 kilometers but it ends up being let's say 23 or 25 yeah yeah but then, like i said that you know don't believe the spartan marker because it will mess you up <laughs> is that 100 correct and tom yeah. you know i saw your i saw your interview with spartan chief that is Dan McDonald, I think it was in 2022. Now, two things that stood out for me, and what I'm going to do is, you know, I'm going to put that interview in the show notes below as well. Now, you said that the hurricane heat was tougher than Spartan race. And the second thing which stood out for me is, is regarding Beast in Killington. Now, till date, I often see posts on Facebook where people ask, 
what is the toughest event they have ever done? And they say it is Killington Beast, but you did the beast twice back to back two days. So tell our listeners in Middle East both of those experiences, please. Uh, 2000, 2018 and 2019, I did back to back beast. Oh, okay. So I, I, did, I did 2018, I did Saturday beast and then Saturday. Uh, Saturday and Sunday Beast. And in the following year, I did back to back again, like the Saturday Beast and uh, Sunday Beast. So it's like two years in a row back to back. Uh, so it was brutal, but th they make it harder now. They make it harder. Like last year, I think for me, Skellington last year is the hardest. All the Spartan races, over 300 uh, Spartan races that have done last year in Killington was the hardest. <laughs> I was. It was brutal. It was brutal. It was yeah, brutal. I remember watching videos, you know, I think it is the sandbag carry, which is extremely tough, where you have to go uphill for at least a mile, if I'm not mistaken, right? Uh, well, that's not, uh, I, I think maybe you're mistaken for like Palmerton. Oh, I see. Okay. Palmerton. Uh, the sandbag is not too bad, but it's just like Mount, it was like the dead march. What happened last year is... Uh, we, I think they're doing something in construction in the old venue. So we went to the side of the mountain. And the, the famous, they have this dead march in Killington. That's famous, make the uh, Killington famous because of the dead march. It's like a mile of straight up. So before that last year, it's like we just started. And they have this dead march, which is longer and higher than the regular <laughs> dead march. So we have... And then we went down, and then we did the regular dead march. Oh man, it was brutal. And and, and me and Ken Newcomb, uh, we were together, and uh, they, they had this kind of time at uh, I think it's uh, Hercules Hercules Hoys, uh -huh. mile ten. So we would get there like around like five o'clock in the afternoon, and me and Ken like we're celebrating like oh we get only three more miles, we just gonna go down this mountain and we're done. And I think they, they had to he had to finish around seven o'clock, and then uh, no 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 the cut of time is five o'clock. So we you know we're like yeah we're just okay we're good you know we're good. And towards after that mile ten, there's another five or six many deaths. Oh, it was passing. It was the it was wrong. So we we end up like me and Ken finished like lucky we have a headlamp because it was dark, it was dark when we finished. And I think for me, based on my experience, I think Kellington last year was the hardest, all the places that I've done. And was that the trifecta weekend or just beast? Just, just the beast and spread. On the same day? No, 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 the following day. It's oh, following day, okay, okay, okay. And, and because I was thinking like, you know, I've done, you know, I've done two years, you know, two years in a row, I can do back to back. I'm glad that they have only, they don't have the back to back beast beast yeah. same weekend. I'm glad they have a sprint because when I went back for the sprint, it was hard. And I, I don't even know if I can complete back to back uh, a beast in Killington last year. It's, it's no way. Uh, no way. And, uh, you know, we, I recently attended the Abu Dhabi World Championship and I was speaking to some guys and they were comparing, you know, the event in Abu Dhabi with the one in Killington uh, as well. So what you're saying is absolutely spot on and right. And 
Don, what I want to find out is you have done so many OCR events. How do you plan for these events? And is there any tips that you'd like to share with the listeners who plan to do OCR events as much as you have done? I, because they're expensive. Yes, absolutely. Yes. So I always uh, looking for the cheapest hotel. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. The, the cheapest, you know, airfare, you know, and uh, sometimes I, uh, I, you know, buddy, buddy with other, you know, Spartan, you know, like we, you know, we share room or hotel and we share, you know, uh, rental cars. So that is safe, but it's still very expensive. And mostly I don't have sponsors. So, uh, Spartan race is, uh, is, is a very expensive hobby, but I like it. Absolutely. You've done Spartan Greece as well, right? Yes, I, I I went I went back there last year, so it was my third year. Uh, I went there 2018, uh, 2022, and then 2023. So three times went to Greece. And you know, with the amount of obstacle course race that you do, Tom, I'm very much sure that balancing the high number of races with daily life can be challenging. So how do you manage time? and maintain a healthy balance between, let's say, your obstacle course race pursuits and the other passion that you have? Uh, I, I don't have other hobby. <laughs> okay. I, you know, working out, uh, uh, what do you call it? Uh, I, I, I manage, you know, uh, I, I, I have, I, 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 they call me, they, they call my job is like hybrid uh, employee. So either we can, you know, work at home on a report in the office. I'm, I'm in my office. This is my office. So, uh, uh, so the hybrid is like our deal is like you can report three times uh, in one week in the office, and and pick, you know, uh, two days you work at home. So I use this Saturday. No, no, I, I use Friday and Monday. As long as I got my laptop, I can, you know. Nice. I can work anywhere. So th that's been, you know, that's been good. That's, th that's why when I travel Friday, you know, flying somewhere, I have my laptop and uh, 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 so they call me if they need my help. The same thing like Monday. So it worked out pretty good to be a hybrid employees. Yeah, that is great. I think this hybrid kind of working is definitely helping a lot of people, right? You get to do your own things as well. So that yes. is absolutely great. And that is definitely a good tip, you know, for people who are aspiring to do mm -hmm. as many obstacle course races that you have done. But Tom, I want to ask something which you already briefly mentioned when you talked about your first race. Now, the next question is, are there any must-have gear besides the white socks that you definitely require doing obstacle course races? <laughs> I, I, I highly recommend if you really want to do the obstacle racing to have a good shoes. Mm -hmm. trails because that one right there mostly like for spartan race because there's a lot of mountains and you know so, sometimes it's slippery uh muddy sometimes like you know, snow and i highly recommend to invest a good uh, trail shoes and uh for the world toughest mother <laughs> because it's 24 hours oh uh, you had to you had to buy a suit the rubber suit, you know, like scuba diving suit, because you're in and out in the water, like, you know, around two o'clock, one o'clock in the morning, four o'clock in the morning, it's freezing cold. You had to have a scuba gear, you know, like the rubber suit. And because it, there's a lot of yeah, DNF because of hyperthermia. So uh, 
uh, there's a highly recommend that you had to have a driver seat. And uh, for me, uh, I wore, you know, just regular short and, you know, regular shirt. And, but you must have, if you want to do a lot of obstacle racing, highly recommend it to buy a good uh, trail shoes. You have any, any trail shoes you would recommend, Tom, based on your experience? Uh, I'm just using uh, ASIC. Oh, okay. A yeah, that is a pretty good one as well. I've seen quite a lot of pro athletes use that also. Yes, and, uh, Salomon is very popular, uh, but, but Salomon is really expensive. Uh, but uh, uh, ASIC is so far has uh, been using it and uh, innovation also, innovation. Um, yeah. Innovation. So uh, th those are my thing because they're not super expensive because uh, Salomon can be really, really expensive. Um, but yeah, there's yeah innovation and ASIC, and I've been using that, and and they're not very expensive shoes also, but it's good based on my experience. Yeah, and Tom, based on all of the obstacle course race that you have done, that is Savage Race, Tough Mudder, and even Spartan Race, is there a specific event that stands out for you when you think that this was hands down the best event that ever I ever had? Killington. Killington, the one that you did this year. <laughs> Yeah, because it kicked my butt. Every time it kicked my butt because it's hard. <laughs> that is very much true. And what I'm really liking is that because it is hard, that is one of the reasons why you like it. Because I've asked other people why they liked it. And they often say because, you know, this race was much easier than what I anticipated. In your case, it is exactly the opposite. So, you know, definitely, definitely great to know that. Now, Tom. Because, yeah. yeah. Because of Kellington, if, if you are like bragging rights, yeah. Example like Miller Sparta, like what you know, where did you do your bees? And uh, you know, when you say Kellington, like <laughs> massive, I, I'm quite active on Facebook and I ask everyone and I see other people asking, you know, what is the toughest race you have done? And it's hands down, Kellington. I see some people say Lake Tahoe, but then people reply and comment, you have definitely not done Killington because Killington is definitely up there. But I'm not sure, Tom, if you've uh, heard about the beast that we had in Abu Dhabi. That was pretty brutal as well. They call us Lever. That's what I hear. That's what I hear. And I was like, I, I saw some video like, they, they had a double sandbag in that. Yes, uh, that, that was this year. And this year, the location was Al Wadba, to be honest. This year, it wasn't that bad. Oh, really? Oh, really? The, the one in Lever, it was absolutely brutal. But for some guys who practice in sand, it was a bit easier because the thing is, Tom, with sand, the moment you take one step, it is extremely, extremely soft sand. So your leg actually goes down. And I'll, I'll send you a video later on where I'll show you the uphill. And I know a lot of people who actually quit. And they were like, I can't do this. But uh, I, what I also found out is the guys who did that, they have done Killington as well. And they were like, Killington is equally tough. So, you know, great to know that that is your memorable experience. Now, Tom, what I want to find out is, you've done so many obstacle course races. During the race, is there a specific moment which was your darkest moment? And you felt, you know what, I'm in the wrong time, wrong place. I can't continue. Tell our listeners what was that moment and how did you overcome it? I think the memorable for me, I think, is 2016. Either, I mean, 2016 or 2015. It was in Asheville. As, uh, I was doing, I think it was, it was a uh, super, 
and it was a championship thing and it was super but it it seemed like about 11 miles oh <laughs> yes it was super it was like 11, almost like 11 miles so we, we have this you know this bucket and in that time we don't we don't have the cover thing you know it was open you had to fill them up with yeah. sand so it was so hard <laughs> it was so hard and uh i i you know like so carrying this bucket and uh i was i was like oh my god this is hard and actually i was turning the sideways because i was crying <laughs> jesus that is so tough yeah yeah that i don't want to let those people know that i was crying <laughs> yeah, yeah yeah i mean i can imagine because uh even the sandbag carry because i'm only five feet two and i'm 64 kgs the weight becomes excruciating for me yeah so uh yeah that one and actually this year i having some problem with my foot uh, because i'm diabetic i'm diabetic and uh i was doing in fayetteville we're doing the beast me and sam sam had uh she 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 asked me if i can join her because uh sam is not you know uh she's just started you know and not very strong and and then uh, sounds like thought like i can i gotta stay with tom you know if stone you gonna protect me and actually she protected me because somehow in mile eight mile eight uh both my legs it was like in pain it was in pain it was in pain and uh so we went to mile 11. it took us three hours every step painful every step and uh i thought i i brought some ibuprofen you know painkiller yeah and check my my bag and uh it wasn't there oh. so, so every step for the, that three miles three miles every step was i was in pain and mile 11 it was like you know water stuff and uh there's a bunch of you know uh you know athlete there taking a break or you know uh drinking water and i just tell them like if they have anybody have ibuprofen and this one gentleman have some advil and uh and it said like i, I asked him like how many should i take and uh, she goes i usually take like five five yeah the ladies they're like please don't take five make sure that you know like uh make sure you eat you have something yeah. in your stuff it will mess you up right so, so okay so i took i i, I took three uh ibuprofen from him and i took two because i think like I, I need only two miles i need mm -hmm. two miles to finish you know and i took that and i do and then i kept one and the ibuprofen saved me because again uh george i was in pain every step and i survived and uh sam Sam had. She never she never refused she refused to leave me because I told like Sam go 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 because I don't want to mess up your your time to get calls to go we're gonna start together we finish together so Sam had was uh she, she saved me she stayed with me all all the way so th that's I think maybe the most painful for me my experience is this year in Fayetteville uh North Carolina South Carolina. I'm not sure it's South Carolina or mm -hmm. Carolina, but it, 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 that, that was painful. Like two miles of pain was painful. But I'm glad. No, you. I'm pretty much sure you smashed it. And if there is another chance, you will definitely do that. And what about the sandbag carry that you were seeing or the bucket carry? How did the, you complete that obstacle as well? 
Yes, yes, I, 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 yes, yes, I, I, you know, I was crying and like, I was like, you know, but I survived. That, that's one of the, it used to be the signature of uh, Asheville, North Carolina. It was the, you know, the, the bucket carry. And uh, I went on and it came back and uh, I'm so glad that I finished. But uh, I still, I still, I still remember that pain also. I was, again, I, I told like, I'm a tough guy, but you know, I cried. I, I admit it, I cried because it was so hard. I, I was, I was in my tears. <laughs> Now, see, Tom, I watched a couple of your interviews and I listened to one of the interviews where you, they were asked you, what is your favorite obstacle? And you said it is the rope climb. But what I really liked is the reasoning behind rope climb is because you said that that is one obstacle which you struggled the most, but later on it turned out to be your favorite obstacle. But now what I'm noticing is that there is also a signature style that you do in rope climb. So to our listeners in the UAE, can you tell them what is that signature style that you do at the rope climb? I, I don't know. It just came and then it became you know, my, my, every race. And if I, you know, up in the top, you know, mostly I kiss the bell. Yeah. <laughs> I kiss the bell. And then I, I yelled, you know, the famous, you know, Spartans, what is your profession? And, you know, and then, aroo, aroo, aroo. And, uh, yeah, kissing the bell is uh, one of my signature, and uh, it took me a couple of Spartan race before I, I rang my first bell because, you know, I'm very strong, but I'm heavy too, and uh, you know, I don't have the upper body strength before, and I don't know how the technique and uh, CrossFit helped me in my, uh, my uh, my upper upper body strength, and I, somebody taught me how to uh, climb the rope because I was watching video and still like, I don't get it. But uh, Jason, actually, he's a local guy, and he's the one who taught me how. I like, oh wow! After that, um, it become as long as it's not really slippery or really muddy, uh, it is. Every time I see a rope climb, it, get, yeah. it will bring, bring smile to my face. Like that's my obstacle right there. <laughs> one thing which I've noticed is the person who's taking the video, they are also excited. Not necessarily for you to ring the bell, but because they are waiting for your signature obstacle. The, and I think you kiss it five times or three times, if I'm not mistaken, right? Maybe a couple of times. <laughs> 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 That's absolutely great. Because Tom, I follow you on social media and I've seen other people, you know, they have a similar signature style as well because you posted a video about a lady who I believe was doing the bender. That's Grace. And, and to be honest, when I just started watching the video, I thought she might not be able to do the bender. And then when she did it, then I saw the signature obstacle. I was like, wow, she is an absolute beast. Uh, we, we race together. Uh, Grace is from... Uh, from California and we became a really good friend and I always brag about her like look, when we do the bender I look at her like to good grace that she is right there showtime <laughs> you're correct because I heard you saying you know showtime watch for her or signature obstacle so can you explain to our listeners what is it that she does it'll be a bit hard to say it so what I'll do is in the show notes below I'll go ahead and put the video as well can you tell our listeners what is it that she does towards the end of bender so what she did is like uh uh she like uh flip over yeah and he do like almost like a setup you know it's it like he hang his two legs uh, i mean locking on two bars and almost like doing uh, a setup and then when she flip back when she come down it's it just awesome it's just like i tried to imitate that at a uh, 
uh, actually, I was working on it uh, on on CrossFit. You know, uh, hoping like I don't get hurt because it just awesome. I, I was just like only I think only two people that I know are doing that, and um, uh, Hirome also. Hirome, she's my um, good friend of mine too. But Grace is that I think because of what happened is I video it so people see it. I mean, Hirome is like I think nobody beat beat you her but she can do it i know she can do it but i i, I think because of, you know me and grace we're racing together so i beat you her and uh you know i i, I share it to you know to the world or to the part of the community you know, and like, what i've done is you know i've shared it to my friend one of my friends who's in pakistan he has seen it he shared it to his friends i've sent it to a spartan brand ambassador in vietnam and he shared it as well. So, you know, it's absolutely great that people can do that. And I think what she's doing has, does involve a bit of calisthenics as well, because it is really, really tough. So, you know, thank you so very much for that, yep. yeah, Tom. It's scary. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, you know, Tom, OCR does actually def require a different set of skills as well. Now, I see you doing burpees in different locations. You've done some in stadiums, you've done some in airports as well. And you've mentioned that you do CrossFit as well. So to our listeners, can you talk to us your regular training routine and how has that change evolved over time? You know, considering the fact that you're doing so many obstacle course races. Uh, the, the, the burpees is actually, I learned that from Joe Forney. I Mr. see. Yeah, Joe, Mr. 300, the first person that reached uh, 300 spun race. And I, 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 uh, I, I saw his video and it, it become like, you know, like, oh, there's a good thing. So uh, every time I like, go to an airport or, you know, like a state boundary, you know, like a different state and I always do burpees and uh, become my, uh, also my signature. Like uh, some of my friends, like a Spartan, so like, oh, it's official now because Tom did the burpees. So this weekend is official for Spartan. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I, I copy that from Joe, Joe, Joe Forney. He's, he, he's, I, I, I idolize him as he is a, I really respect Joe, and uh, I saw Joe many, many times, and we are a good friend of Joe. So uh, I, 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 I learned that from Joe. Uh, the training again is like uh, it, it just become natural because I'm really sporty guy, and uh, I, I like to do. I, I don't want to sit around. I just want to do something. You know, is 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 I get bored easily, so I had to do something, and. Uh, uh, so far, my training is CrossFit, and uh, I think it benefits for me mostly for obstacle racing, uh, because again, you know, I used to yeah, I'm just very strong, but you know, I'm I'm heavy. So uh, even that just the mon monkey bars and everything is uh, the CrossFit training helped me. Helped me. That is absolutely absolutely great. Now talking about you know CrossFit training. Now, one trend, you know, Tom, which I've observed, so I'm sure you've observed this as well, is that a lot of hybrid event is taken up. And you have events such as DECA, you have turf games in UAE, and you also have high rocks. So what are your thoughts about, you know, high rocks? I never tried all of them uh, mm -hmm. because, you know, even some, a lot of my friends, like, you know, Tom, you know, DECA should be easy for you because it's almost like CrossFit and you do CrossFit a lot. Yeah. And, the only one thing, George, is, you know, I, I, I'm here in a small town here in Kentucky. And uh, we don't have DECA. Oh, I see. Okay. So, uh, you know, I, I like to try it. I like to try it. But, uh, you know, I had to travel maybe five hours or maybe four hours to get just one event. 
Uh, so I, I never tried because like man, I don't want to go all the way to Atlanta. It'll probably take me like nine hours to, to do yeah. DECA. So, and DECA is relatively shorter period of time, maybe 20 minutes or 30 minutes maximum, right? Yeah, yeah. So I think that's the reason why I never tried DECA yet because it's like nothing close to me. But I like to try it. Hopefully like uh, Charleston, West Virginia is about two hours from me. Mm -hmm. Lexington, Lexington, Kentucky, these are the big city around me. And Lexington, Kentucky is about three hours. So if they have like DECA, you know, or others, some other stuff, you know, either Charleston, West Virginia or, or Lexington, I, I will do it. But uh, again, I don't want to travel for just one day, you know, for, you know, like for just one event. So that I think that's holding 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 me out because of that because it just if they have like back to back you know for example like that yeah. yeah Sarah I'm, yeah. I, I'm better at it I'm a good better at it see because yeah. knowing you Tom I'm pretty much sure once the vicinity is nearby you might do hundred of these events <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah I, I'll give it a try I'll give it a try or maybe I can do like two decas or maybe three decas you know yeah. in one day. Yeah, sometimes so, what they do is they do a trifecta on the same day itself. So, you know, they have, with okay. uh, I think it's called mile, deca mile, where you have to run one mile, 160 meters after every zone. And then the deca are stronger, I think it is called, where you do 5K. I'm pretty much sure you'll do the trifecta in one day, easily hands down. So, Tom. Maybe I, maybe I can, I think I can do it, but not easily. <laughs> 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 so, so Tom, what I wanted to find out, and this is something which I personally want to find out as well, is there a personal achievement, target, or number that you're aiming for in the world of obstacle course race? No, no goals. I just take him one time. So I, I, I say that because I learned my lesson uh, the year 2020. Uh -huh. I have I have a big hope. Was it okay? I want to go back to degrees 2020. Uh, Actually, I, I, I signed up, I signed up all, all, all my, uh, what to call it, even my airfare was already booked. And then, uh, you know, COVID-19 came and everything was, you know, changed. So sure. now it's like, I, I just, what I do right now is like, if it happened, it happened. So that's why I don't want to make goals, you know, like, uh, you know, it's just like, I just take it one at a time, you know, injuries is a big factor. Uh, so I don't want to really like, oh, you know, because of it, my injury, I, I didn't make it, you know, to the things that I like to do. So what, what I have done, what I, my mind right now is I just take it one at a time, just take it one at a time. And if my, if my body allows me to do what I love to do, you know, I'll keep doing it. If my body allows me, you know, injury, one. sickness or something. Totally agree. And knowing you, you know, Tom, I'm pretty much sure you'll definitely go and exceed your expectations as well. Now, Tom, you're the OG of obstacle course race and absolute legend. Now, the next question is kind of like a twofold, and I wanted to get your perspective on this. Now, what are the changes you've observed in terms of, let's say, participants, the age group of people participating, the level of competition, and general observation that you've seen since you did your first obstacle course race and since the last one that you've done? I, I, I think for me, because I've I done, the only one thing is like, I, I, I talked to Dan about it, Dan McDonald, mm -hmm. and she go, 
then it's been many, many years that we need to have a new obstacle. Ooh. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, the benders, the twister, uh, I think it's been six years old then or seven years old. And we, we need something new because I think maybe some other Spartan, you know, like, you know, get sick and tired, like uh, same obstacle. Uh, so I'm hoping that, uh, you know, uh, they will have a new obstacle. Uh, I, I'm really, you know, after the COVID-19 and it seems like the Spartan is picking up back. Yeah. I'm very happy. I'm very happy because uh, I'm seeing, you know, like even my last race in Florida and seeing the Spartan, like, oh my God, Spartan race is back. I, 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 it make me smile. It make, like, make me happy like, because Raj, again, I'm not, not pulling your legs or anybody or whatever about Spartan. It's like a good medicine for me. Uh, being seeing my friends and being there is just a good medicine. Like away from my office, away from the drama. <laughs> Very true, yeah. It, yeah, it's, it, it makes me smile. It's, I, I, I call it a good medicine. It's, 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 uh, it's, it's a good thing. It's a good thing for my soul. And I, I'm happy. I know it, it's an expensive hobby, but hey, I'm happy. You know, it makes me happy. So, uh, but the, 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 again, we asked me about the difference. Uh, at least now it's like, it's a little more accurate about the distance. <laughs> like I told you before. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. Good, like five miles. I'm not sure about international. Uh, I only did only two international: Canada, uh, Ontario, Canada, and Greece. That's the only thing. But I hear some other countries different. So, but based on my experience, as is the now it's more here in the U.S. It's more accurate, and uh, uh, I like. I think it's getting more popular. You know, and you can see different faces, different shape of people, uh, you know, different age. That's why I always tell them like, like, you know, Paul Latins, you know, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Marla's winning, you know, like 76 years old. And, you know, uh, what do you call that? Mountie Montgomery, World War II veterans, 96 years old. And th- th- that's why I tell them like, you should see these people and you see that you cannot do it. You see this three, and of course, you know, more heart than scars uh, group, Oscar Mike, you know, like the disabled, one leg, uh, blind feet, blind feet, completely blind, doing so many obstacles. And those are the people that inspire me. I mean, a lot of people inspire me. Um, so it's like, I have no reason to, you know, like excuse that I cannot do it. It's so many people inspire me inspire me and again I, I i love i love you know the obstacle racing it make me happy uh you know I'm, I'm also it's a healthy thing for me because again i'm so big but but i'm diabetic so doing this thing is is is, is in my opinion and then i tell myself this is a good thing it's a good thing I 100% agree. And you know, Tom, I have another podcast, which is more catered towards corporate lifestyle. And I asked them, what is it that you do for work-life balance? And some of the most successful CEOs, they either go for hiking or they do some extreme endurance events, let's say like triathlon, ultra triathlon event. Now, obstacle course races definitely, you know, changes our work-life balance as well. And a bit unfortunate news regarding the Middle East is we may not necessarily have the obstacle course races. And because of that, even me after doing the Abu Dhabi World Championship, I was a bit upset that 
there is no events coming up. So what you're saying, you know, regarding getting for these events, it does make quite a lot of difference. Even signing up for the event, the moment you're signed up for the event, you know that now you have to get off your couch, you have to go and start doing your workout. So, you know, I can definitely, definitely relate to that. So thank you so much, you know, for sharing your point and your inspiration as well. So Tom, the other part, what I wanted to find out is Spartan Race now is focusing on shorter distances as well. You know, you have 3K World Championship, which is a shorter distance. What are your thoughts about the shorter distance in race formats? My my prime, my prime is gone. I don't have speed anymore. <laughs> so that, uh, that will be not for me because I, again, I don't have speed anymore. Uh, because of my injuries and I'm 56 years old and, you know, I got bad knee. Uh, so uh, uh, it, it's good. I'm hoping that we make it to the Olympic, you know, it's, it's uh, I, I think obstacle racing is, uh, it's a good thing. It's, you know, like, you know, I like to people do it because like, you know, people doing this exercise and everything, you know, they, they go to the gym and uh, I, I'm glad that Joe Decina created this or you and his friend created this obstacle racing because it is a good thing. It's a good thing. There's a lot of other people there that, you know, uh, the, the, you know, like 300 pounder people, you know, uh, disabled and doing this and they having a good time. They have a good time and Spartan community is a great, you know, we're helping one another, you know, is, is a is a good community. Yes, is 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 good. But again, the speed, like you know, one mile. Uh, I, I think it's not for me because again, I don't speed anymore. Yeah, so I, I can, yeah, I can do it, but uh, I'm not expecting to. <laughs> I'm going to put you on the spot. I'm going to ask you the question, and I know what your answer would be. If there was an event, just one event, let's say three k, five k, ten k, twenty one k, or even ultra. Which one would you pick, Tom? I think I do the I do the sprint. You would speak the sprint. Yeah, because I I, I do. That's the only uh, race that I do uh, age group. That, I you see. Know, because all the sprint, all the sprint obstacle, I, I can do all of them with with no problem. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I I did multiple uh, uh, age group for sprint. That's absolutely wicked. And Tom, if you look at the background, you have quite a lot of Tough Mudder, the flags and headbands as well. How has the Tough Mudder journey been? And what has been the most iconic moment in Tough Mudder? Uh, I think for me is uh, Tough Mudder is different than Spartan Race. It's completely, I, I, I can I, I cannot tell, you know, all I can say is different. Almost like you're playing a baseball <laughs> and you basketball so you you train a little different than you know spartan race and top mother uh but for me top mother is more fun yes it's more fun people dressed up you know funny costume and we just having a good time because i think even sean you know the the mc uh, uh said that spartan race you know uh, top mother is not a race we just have a good time, you know, uh, but I love, number one is Spartan Race, uh, number two, Top Mother. I enjoyed them. Uh, the Legionnaires, you almost like I have I had like a family of Legionnaires. 
I know them for a while. And same thing with the Spartan Race. I'm a member of Foro, Spartan Foro, and some other, you know, group. And uh, I like both of them. Uh, I, I think that the, the, when I did, I did my first, uh, 2018, mm -hmm. uh, my first uh, World Toughest, which is 24 hours, which is in Georgia, in Atlanta. That year was freezing cold. <laughs> I'm just glad I survived. That was really, really cold. And I think that's the was my opener, like, oh my God, I did it, uh, 24 hours. <laughs> 24 hours is absolutely brutal. And now later on, you know, I do have one question regarding an eight-hour infinity, which is taking place in Saudi Arabia. But before that, Tom, big boys, tell our listeners about big boys, because I'm pretty much sure people in the UAE are not aware of what the big boys are. Uh, you, you meet the other big boy. Correct. Yeah, I met some of them at Al Wadba, and that's how I told them that, you know, I, I know Tom. And they were like, yeah, we are from the big boys. And I was like, what is the big boys here? Yeah. Yeah. Actually, just me and Will, the the, oh. the, the, the bitch. You, you meet him, and uh, he told yeah. me that. Uh, so Will, we, me and Will become really good friends. We did many, many races together. And me and Will, they're big. we're big. We're, we're big. And uh, so... Uh, I'm not sure why we came that big boys. And I think I created that. So actually just me and Will. And then uh, some other people join us, you know, you know, big people, you know. And, uh, but actually just me and Will, the, the, the bitch. Uh, he's a good friend of mine. Uh, I think he did 21 perfect this year. <laughs> right, yeah. And he was like a celebrity at Al Watba. People wanted to take photographs with him because, you know, he got the huge medal. And everyone yes. there was like, can we take a photo? Can we take a photograph of you? Yeah. And you know, when you see Will, right? Because he's, he's big, he's big. And like, you know, but he's very strong. He's very yeah. strong, good in the obstacle. You know, uh, that, that's why I think we, we get along together. Because the, the very first time I met him, no, I met him, but we never run together. I think it was 2018 or 2019. It was in Palmerton. And... Uh, he was struggle and I got catch up with him and like you want to do this together? I guess sure. So we, we climbed this mountain and then uh uh we did the bender mm -hmm. and I asked him like are you gonna do this? I was like yeah and you know back of my head like okay let's see what you got and then uh you know and then he start climbing the bender like my my jaw just dropped like <laughs> and then followed by the roof climb. I said, like, yeah, so are you going to do this? I'm like, sure. And uh, <laughs> Will just amazed me for being a big guy, can yep. do roof climb, you know, benders. You know, he pretty much can do anything. He's just very, very strong. Uh, so uh, I think that we created that the big boys just uh, actually just me and him. And then we 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 done many, many together and we have the famous trifecta. A picture of me and him, and actually, uh, just uh, just Ghibli took that picture. We're in Hawaii, and we do a Spartan race to use that picture. <laughs> and is that the one that shows up in the Google image, right? Uh, I so this is the one. Yeah, I think that is the one that shows up now. If I'm thinking of it, I think that, it, is the that, that was why. That was why. That's the famous also like uh, Spartan use it for example, like they have a tri-tech that weekend, and they use our picture and. Uh, 
when the first time I saw that picture, and actually, one of my friends was like, I mean, I mean, send me the picture, like, I think like, oh, wow, you know, like, how, how did you get that? And then like, I didn't even know about it. And like, and then like, didn't even, you know, ask permission, like to use my picture. And then I, I was reading, you know, um, things like, it's not my picture. It was a Spartan's picture because they took that picture. So it's oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> but I, I'm happy that it's like, you can use it you know, anytime, whatever you guys want to do, use it. You know, it's fun. It's, it's, I'm honored to, you know, using my picture. <laughs> Absolutely, 100%, Tom. That is, you know, if you go to Google and what our listeners should do is go to Google, tap in Spartan Trifecta, and you'll see two photos of Tom. And Tom, you've done obstacle course race you mentioned in Greece and in Canada as well. How do these races compare to, let's say, the events in US? Uh, Any key differences that you've noticed or? The, 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 uh, I did the Ontario and it was hard. Uh, and of course that I think uh, I, I done before uh, and then uh, last year was Ontario. Uh, the, well, United States is the only one that using miles. <laughs> the rest of the world is getting kilometer. True. So, so I'm kind of, you know, like, because I, I went to, again, to, uh, to Ontario, Canada, and uh, they don't have markers. Oh, I see. They don't have markers, so all you have to do, I mean, rely on the volunteers. Correct. They were saying how many kilometers, and then uh, they, you ask the next, you know, a volunteer, and they give you a different answer. So it kind of threw me off. It, it kind of threw me off. Uh, it, uh, the different also the different in Greece, like last this this year, this this year, is like they go backward. So I was with uh, my friend. He was Maria in Greece. And uh, we did the sprint first because it was like fr Friday. And we saw four kilometers. I was like, oh, we're almost done. <laughs> okay. Five, right? Yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> we're almost done. We're almost done. Like, meaning is not four kilometers, it's four kilometers more. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Be because you know, here is like, you know, we start oh, from the, the highest. Yeah. The lowest to the yeah. highest. So this and this is what I was funny. I was like, oh my god, we, we have a good really, you know, pace because like we, we need another work done. Huh. <laughs> we realized that oh it was four more kilometers, not you done four kilometers. So that one also also uh uh yeah the 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 the, the I, I like to have to see I know they're not accurate but like this, you know, Spartan markers. I like to, I like, to, because at least I know where am I, you know, um, even though that majority of the Spartan race is the marker is off, but at least it give me in my mind, it give me some idea like, okay, uh, yeah. I did or maybe, you know, like 10 kilometers or 10 miles. So that that's the only thing, uh, but I like, I like Greece, uh, a Sparta. I mean, doing Spartan race in Sparta is for me special. Being there, being there, you know, King Leonidas, you know, a statue, and um, it's kind of unique because you started at the city of Sparta, correct? 
you've been in the city of Sparta and, and they have some obstacle, you know, like in the street of Sparta and then you're running in the end and uh, the street and then, you know, both sides, they have this fence and restaurants, people cheering you up, you know, like it, it's just giving me, giving me some goosebumps right now because it's just a great experience. Like, oh my God, like I'm a Spartan and I'm doing this, you know, I'm doing a Spartan race in Sparta. So uh, it's not, it's not the hardest for me, you know, basic experience is not the hardest, but being there is just special. It's just special. And the food, the food is great. <laughs> You know, comparing the food in Sparta is cheaper than the food here in United States. I see. I've definitely heard some great vibes, you know, regarding the race village as well. And the food as well is definitely much better on Spartan Greece. Now, one race, you know, which pops up into my mind is in the Emirate of Abu Dhabi, where of the neighboring Emirate from Dubai. They did an obstacle course race inside a zoo. So while you are running, you know, you could actually see the live animals. And that was, I think, the most iconic event, probably in the entire world, I'm not sure. And as oh, you wow. towards the end, you know, they had a glass cage and you could literally see lions next to you while you're running and I have GoPros. So, you know, that was really <laughs> iconic. Now, Tom, you're from Philippines. Any chance that you might do an event maybe in the Philippines anytime soon? Because I do have an interesting story to share going back to 2017 regarding an event in Philippines. That's one of my bucket lists. Oh, that'd be absolutely wicked because there are quite a lot of events taking place in Philippines, right? Yes, yes. They have several. Uh, I, I think either 2018, I was like, there was the same time with Sparta, Greece. The same time. It was a Triteca weekend in Philippines. And uh, I was like, oh man, you know. So, but that, uh, George, that's one of my, in my bucket list, like uh, do a Spartan trifecta uh, uh, weekend in the Philippines. Is uh, I know they have a hurricane heat in Boracay, and actually my ancestor it came from that island, in Boracay Island. In so, uh, but yeah, it's hopefully someday uh, uh, you know I have a budget, you know, money. Uh, I would like to have like trifecta weekend in in Philippines. That is definitely great because a lot of people from the UAE, they have definitely done quite a lot of obstacle course race in Philippines. And I remember in 2017, it was in Batangas. So what happened is it was supposed to be a weekend trifecta, but a day before, on the day when there was supposed to be beast, there was a heavy storm. So people in UAE, they were kind of unsure, you know, they need to go back. So next day, only at, I believe, 6.30 or 7 in the morning, they decided to do the events. But what they did, they did all the three events. They did the Beast, Super, and Sprint the same day. And, you know, it was absolutely wicked. And people loved it because when it rains, you know, you don't get as tired. But, you know, that was an event that did actually take place in Batangas. So hopefully in the near future, you know, we might meet, meet us, you know, in the Philippines. And, you know, Tom, Spartan Race, they've been doing World Championship events in the UAE. And for the past three years, they have done it and it is confirmed for another two years. Now in 2024 in Al Watba, will you will we see you at the Spartan World Championship event? Good question, George. Uh I, I don't know. I, I don't know right now. Is uh I, I know I think that my, I have season pass. I have just regular season pass. And I think the season the regular season pass we can use it in Abu Dhabi. Uh the, the the budget right now is getting tougher, you know. Uh, is is uh, 
again, this race is 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 expensive, expensive, and uh, again, I don't have you know sponsor, and uh, so but we'll see, we'll see. Uh, I, I cannot see, I, I cannot tell you right now that I'm going or I'm not going. Well, hoping that you know uh, I can make it because it will be a really famous you know uh, Spartan race in Abu Dhabi, very famous, and. Uh, of course, I had to train, you know, walking in the sand. <laughs> <laughs> it is absolutely brutal. And now what happened was that uh, this year, they had the sprint on a Friday. And uh, I think it was uh, some guys, I think there were some guys, what Josina did, they allowed them, just the nine of them to do, I think they were US vets. They allowed him to do a Spartan or Super the same day along with sprint as well. Okay, okay. And, you know, it's a night time? It started at 5 p.m. Okay, 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 okay. But over okay. here in Leva, we did a, a super 10 km in the middle of the sand with absolutely nothing, just the headlamp and doing the brutal obstacle course race. You know, that was absolutely fun, to be honest. It kind of resembles something similar to the Tough Mudder 24-hour event. Yeah. I, I like to try it, George, but uh, we'll, we'll see again. It we'll, depends this year. We'll, uh, so, yeah, I, I like to go back part of this year, but again, it's like uh, it just you know, wishful thinking, you know, like if it happened, it happened, if not, if not, because again, the, the biggest you know, obstacle right now is the budget. True, very much to you. Hopefully, we can overcome that obstacle as well. You know, if you get some sponsors or something of that sort, would be that. Definitely. If you know, if we have anybody that you would like to sponsor me, just let me know. <laughs> 100%. I'll definitely try my contacts. And I wanted to get your opinion, Tom, because next year, you know, the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia, they're having Tough Mudder Infinity, which is an eight-hour event. So what are your thoughts about Tough Mudder Infinity, an eight-hour event in the sand? Uh, I like to try. I like, I, I, I done, uh, that is absolutely brilliant. Infinity, yeah. Excuse me, Infinity. Uh, I think I always done two Infinity things. Uh, it is a uh, Infinity is uh, used to be to get uh, uh, to get the Holy Grail. You know, before Infinity, you can have the tougher. The tougher is the first wave of the day. And then uh, you, you get this, uh, this is the best or tougher. So that's tougher. And then toughest, toughest is the blue one. And then the, of course the, the word toughest is the white one. Yeah. So you, you will get the, you know, the, the, uh, The Holy Grail. Holy Grail, that is absolutely brilliant, Tom. Yeah. So, uh, but now it's like the the change it now. There's no more. There's no more uh, tougher. Is the chasing with empathy. Uh, so the, now it's like you, you want to get your uh, your uh, <laughs> the Holy Grail is you will finish infinity toughest and the world toughest then you get your holy grail i i don't get i don't get my uh, my holy grail this year 
because I don't know why. The schedule, both of them the same weekend. Oh, I see. You know, the, 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 the trifecta world championship and the world toughest we're in the same weekend. Same weekend. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I, I, I again, just like totally earlier, that Spartan is my, you know, number one. So, uh, so far, I completed uh, four, four toughest. Four toughest. And, you know, Tom, to some of the participants who will be doing the Tough Model Infinity, is there a message or advice you have for them? Uh, <laughs> I'm not sure the course in, in Abu Dhabi because it's uh, different. So, uh, it's in Saudi Arabia and it's going to be a lot of sand. A lot Saudi, of sand. Saudi, yeah. uh, I, I don't know the terrain uh, because mostly, mostly, you know, you know, top mother is more flat comparing to, 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 to the Spartan race. So uh, you had to train. Yeah. But it, it's doable. I mean, you know, look at me, you know, if I can do it, you know, if, if Paul Lachance can do it, you know, uh, Mountain Montgomery can do it, or, you know, Marla Sweeney can do it, you can do it. It's all, it's all here. It's all here. Yeah. They're hard, but uh, as long, you know, for me, it's like, don't get hurt or injury and uh, uh, finish the race. Uh, I, again, probably you can have a uh, gather for your shoes because of the sand so uh gonna be interesting because it's a desert i'm not sure part of saudi arabia and uh majority of, of top mother uh uh races you can get muddy super muddy very muddy and a lot of water obstacles so i'm not sure how they're gonna do that in saudi arabia uh i like to do it you know i like to do it again uh you know again is the, the question is the money. I, mean, I, I really, really mean like very special because that will be the first uh, top mother in Saudi Arabia. That would be really great to do, you know. Uh, would be nice, it would be nice, you know. Uh, I like to do it, but <laughs> the financial. You know, the prize money, the prize yeah. money is the highest in all of the course race. So far as the prize money is concerned, it is well over half a million dollars. Mm. So it is definitely overtaking you in the Spartan World Championship so far as money is concerned. So a lot of elite racers, I think they did not do the Spartan World Championship because they want to prepare and focus only for Top Model Infinity. So it's oh. going to be an absolutely, absolutely massive one. And Tom, with, yeah. with you, yeah, you wanted to say something? No, I said like all the big dance is going to be there. Absolutely, 100%. I know Ryan Atkins, Lindsay Webster, even Mark Beatrice and yep, VJ Jones. Pretty much everyone is, you know, going to be competing for that. Now, with your extensive experience, Tom, what legacy do you hope to leave with the OCR community? And how would you like to be remembered by fellow racers? I think for me, I don't have really... Because, again, you know, people will see me, right? And then uh, they probably ask, like, you know, you do those obstacle racing? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think for me it's like this is me and then you know I tell a story about other people you know not fit you know not Ryan and so whatever it is like uh, Spartan races is for everybody you know is to get out there to do something you know uh, 
telling your story, you know, is is a good thing, you know. And again, the, you know, this is me in the um, 56 years old, out of shape, you know, but, you know, you can do Spartan race, you know, uh, not, I mean, Spartan race is not just for fat or strong, you know. No. That's what I learned in uh, Hurricane Heat. Hurricane Heat is a little different because it's for four hours, you almost like you work together. Mm -hmm. The strong equivalent to the weakest member. The fastest is equivalent to the slowest member of the class. So, you know, it's, that's what I learned in Hurricane Heat. But uh, for me, yes, uh, this is Tom Mamming, you know, fat guy, you know, I'm diabetic, you know, not really in good shape, but, you know, doing the Spartan race and uh, just have a good time and uh, don't get hurt and uh, just enjoy and meet a lot of, you know, I also meet a lot of good people in Spartan race, a good community. We, it's almost like every race is almost like a reunion, you know, yes. we you know, with kids like, oh, you're here as a girl. And sometimes like, some people remember you like, I remember you like five years ago, we're struggling, we're in, you know, in, in New Jersey. And uh, I remember you, they give us a, 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 a pickle juice or a, a mustard, you know, like, I remember yeah. you, and uh, that helped me, I was saying, all that kind of stuff. It's, it is, it, I, again, it's a good, George, it's a, I mean, Sparta race is, is a good medicine for me. 100%. And according to me, Tom, you're an absolute legend and definitely an inspiration. And I'm very much sure a lot of listeners will be inspired, you know, okay. looking at you and I'm going to be sharing some of your contact details, but to give you permission, they will definitely aspire to lead a much fitter and active lifestyle. So, you know, <laughs> thank you so much for doing all these things. Tom, can you just very briefly tell our listeners what is Savage Race? Because people in the UAE, I'm not sure if anyone has done Savage Race, but we are all aware about Savage Race because we see them on Instagram. How is it different, let's see, to Tough Mado and Spartan Race? Usually, uh, Savage Race is, uh, majority of the race is flat. I see, okay. Uh, they have some awesome obstacles. Their, their own signature obstacle is... Uh, uh, it's close to top mother. Uh, I see. Okay. Yeah, it's it's uh, it's it's is is a good. They're smaller, small company, mm -hmm. but it's getting popular. And most of the savage race is is the East Coast, the okay. in West Coast, like California, Nevada. They don't have that in savage race. Usually, it's here in like New York. You know. Uh, east side, uh, it's fun. Uh, it's fun. It's uh, what I call it. Uh, uh, let me see if I can. <laughs> I can my uh, uh, my. Let's see. Thank you, George. I'm going to show it to you. Like the savage race and metal. That's. You can see that. Yeah, yeah, that is your workplace, right? Yeah, that's my office. That looks absolutely brilliant, to be honest. And before I, I became, you know, obstacle race, I was just a runner. 
those are my oh, so those are your running ones yeah the pipe oh. gate a half marathon that's one side of my wall <laughs> you can see those massive shields as well that is absolutely absolutely brilliant to be honest i can't yeah. even imagine coming close to that. i think i'm going to say this one this side Oh, two, yeah, I've seen the post of 200 Spartan race, 100 Spartan, 300 Spartan. Yeah, there's 100, this is my 200, and these are my old medals. And here's my four special medals right here. See the George? My first one, my 100, my 200, and this is my 300. I get this in Sparta. Uh, last year in Greece, right? Yeah, in Greece. again, my 300 race in Greece. That's special. <laughs> A lot of mess, messy, messy uh, uh, office. <laughs> to be sorry, honest, absolutely inspiration. No, thank you so much. Because you know what, I'm going to do is my uncle, who's exactly 56 years old, and he's you know, he's on the heavier side as well, just since the past six months because you know our grandma passed away so he was not active at all but ever since that you know one thing which is keeping him active is just walking so he's walking he started with 3k now every day he's running walking like just walking 10 to 11 kilometers so i'm definitely going to share this so you know thank you so much for that and thank you so much you know for doing this session as well now i have one fun question which is not related to sports and fitness tom your favorite genre of music Take a guess. Uh, I would like to say something, maybe Filipino music or some ancient form of music. I'm hoping it is heavy metal. <laughs> I'm not sure if it is heavy metal. I'm from. I, I didn't hear it. I'm from. I'm from the '80s. I like you know. Uh, Classic rock. Uh, I'm a metalhead. Oh, Tom, I absolutely love metal. So you're talking about like ACDC, Black Sabbath. Heavier than that. So yeah, I like them. Uh, so the 80s, I came here in the US, 87. So, you know, listening to heavy metal, you know, Aussie, you know, uh, my, one of my all-time favorite is Skid Row. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Scorpion, all that kind of thing. Uh, so. Yeah, I, I, but I like different kind of music. It depends on my, my, you know, but my, my genre, you know, my favorite is heavy metal. Uh, one of my favorite right now is like uh, Five Finger Dead Punch. Oh, yeah, Five Finger Dead Punch. They are absolutely wicked. I'm not sure if you've heard of this band called Rush. They were from yeah. Canada. 80s, yes, yes. Uh, I, I, actually, I was still in high school. I was still in, back in Philippines when I, you know, so, so my, uh, uh, you know, friends like listening to them. And actually, my very first one, I was like, become a heavy metal uh, group is Queen. Oh yeah, absolutely, legends here. Yeah, uh, I was a second year high schooler, you know, listening Bohemian Rhapsody, like, oh my God, that was good. But uh, I, 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 you know, I, I like heavy metal, you know, uh, Linkedin Park, uh, different style. But uh, I, I'm gonna see Disturb, uh, I think March. Uh, like oh man. That is one band I definitely want to see, and I hope they do the cover version of Sounds of Silence. Oh. <laughs> the crowd would absolutely go mad once they do that. My God, the, 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 uh, 
I think that song they become more popular to regular right. people. Yeah, because awesome. I, I saw them concert and playing that. I have a goosebump again. It just you know I, I cannot sing, but you know uh, I try to sing along with them with the other people probably you know around me like shut up. <laughs> 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 it's so great, you know, that we can at least bond on that music as well. So, because in UAE, I haven't met a single person, you know, listens to heavy metal. I try to ask them about you know, rock music. They are like, no, we are more into hip hop. So, you know, it's glad to know that, you know, you listen to some classic old school heavy metal and, you know, hard rock. So thank you so much for that. Now, the final question and request, Tom, is can you send across a message in your native language? to the Filipino community in obstacle course race from the UAE. Mabuhay, mga kabayan. Uh, maligayang Pasko at maligayang bagong taon, mga kabayan, dyan sa UAE. Uh, uh, mabuhay sa mga Pilipino dyan sa Middle East. <laughs> Thank you. Sir. Thank you so much for that. Really, really appreciate it. Finally, Tom, as we wrap up, is there anything else you'd like to share to our audience, whether it's about your journey or any upcoming race that you're excited about? Uh, <laughs> it's a lot. It's going to be a busy uh, year. Uh, again, um, you know, I'm training almost every day. Uh, I like to get better. Uh, I'm just having problems with my foot, uh, both my legs, because I'm diabetic and uh, I had to, to see a doctor what's going on. Uh, but uh, if everything goes well, if everything goes well, uh, it should be busy again uh, year. And uh, I like to maybe go some other places that I've never been, uh, meet new people. And uh, ho hopefully I can make it to uh, uh, Saudi Arabia and Abu Dhabi, you know, it depends. Yeah, you know? Like it, yeah. <laughs> That'd be absolutely wicked, you know. And I wish you nothing but the best. You know, I do hope your health or your leg heals faster and better. And hopefully we can definitely meet in Al Batba or Saudi Arabia or maybe even Philippines, you know. Yeah, yeah. But, Thank you, George. And uh nice holiday and uh hopefully I'll see you someday. Thank you very much, Tom, for doing this and happy holidays as well and enjoy the beautiful vacation. Thank you so very much for doing this, Tom. Aru.